0: Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio. Show. Talk show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that we refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for March. 30th in the year of our lord 2021 this is our one of two and our goal always to protect life liberty and property and to promote god family and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers yes indeed ladies and gentlemen we use the blueprint for liberty the supreme law of the land the constitution for the united states of america that is our guide after all it is the supreme law and for law-abiding citizens that ought to be our guide all the time In fact, the Constitution should be the political religion of our nation. Welcome to the broadcast. As you know, uh, we believe in the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers. That's one of the peaceful, restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips that no other country on the face of the earth has. We acknowledge that God is above government. Without a doubt, we're also against revolution. We believe the peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth, is the answer. Hope you're all doing fantastic. Hope you spend your time in positive things. You know, there's a lot of negativity out there. We'll get to that as the broadcast unfolds. All the way from the President of the United States, right on down. Fear, 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 fear. Running this nation, sad to say, it should be a faith-filled, a rejection of fear scenario. But we seem to be spiraling down as we turn against God in this country. Sad, tragic reality that we must face. Welcome to the broadcast. I am Sam Bushman, and uh, I got a whole lot of news that I just refused to use straight ahead. But first, a recap of yesterday's broadcast. Available live and on-demand radio free, libertyroundtable.com, and lovingliberty.net. net is our nationally syndicated radio network spreading the word across the country via AM and FM radio stations, via... Um, what do they call those things? Smartphone apps? Yeah, that's what they're called. Smartphone apps, iPhone and Android, available at LovingLiberty.net. Download the apps. They're free. And uh, then you can listen to live and on-demand radio at your fingertips around the clock. I'm not the only host you ought to pay attention to, by the way. Uh, you got C.L. Bryant doing a great job. You got Kate Daly doing a phenomenal job. You got Jesse Lee Peterson doing a phenom- phenomenal job. You got Beth Schoenberg doing a great job. Ah, man, you got the folks over at uh, Family Research Council. Washington Watch doing a great job. You know, we're all hitting hard on the things that matter the most for God, family, and country. Donate if you can liberally. Just start with a positive number and then add zeros to be liberal in your donation, would you please? <laughs> LovingLiberty.net, LibertyRoundTable.com are our websites. Anyway, as we go back to yesterday's broadcast, uh, just to review, we had our guest on Mr. Lowell Nelson, campaign for CampaignForLiberty.org. We talked about a call to action Stop the legalized election theft. Yeah, we're talking about bills HR1 in the House and S1 in the Senate. Reject those bills, folks, big time. It will spell disaster and turn elections over to the feds. You don't want that at all, folks. Stand against HR1 and S1 now. You want a job, ladies and gentlemen? They're now telling you to get a shot. Ron Paul says politicians and bureaucrats have used overblown fear of the coronavirus to justify the largest infringement on your liberty ever. Yeah, we're talking about the largest infringement of individual liberty in modern times. COVID tyranny has been aided by many Americans who are either ignorant or have an evil agenda. They're, just, they're not just willing to sacrifice their liberty for phony security, but they're literally willing to steal liberty, to take liberty away from their fellow citizens on this agenda. Folks, this is just diabolical evil. States, for example, just need to say no. That's Mike Meharry of the Tenth Amendment Foundation. And I agree with Mike that states need to stand up and states... I agree with Lowell Nelson. States are closer to the people and better than the feds, but not a whole lot. If you're not careful, the states double down in an, an extreme power grab as well. Be very careful. Ron Paul, for example, on the passage of legislation, banning, or banning mandatory COVID vaccines in Wisconsin. If governments can force individuals to receive vaccines, folks, and other medical treatments against their will. There's literally no aspect of their life that they can't of your life they can't touch. Yeah, there's no area of life safe from government mandates, folks. All who value liberty should celebrate Wisconsin standing against mandatory vaccinations. Well, the states are starting to be for and against vaccination forcing. The agency, your agency, is at the uh, center of all this. So while uh, Wisconsin's saying now we're not going to force folks to do vaccines, we're not going to show me your papers, please, says whacked out Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York. He announced that New York has rolled out the nation's first COVID vaccine passport program. It's called the Excelsior Pass. Yeah. And they're working on that now. Florida. Is against it. Ron DeSantis says, I'm not going along with vaccine forcing. I'm not going to do that. We're not going to have mandates. We're not going to have passports. We're not going to force people to do all those things. However, in his state, the private sector businesses are going against him already. Dateline Florida, quote, Magic Kingdom, said that COVID 19 is a reason to install facial recognition and survey everyone. Wow. We have a little bit of good news. The Michigan pizzeria owner released from jail. Yeah, they say they're pushing the passport there. They're going to roll it out as a voluntary system, but businesses will be really virtually forced to comply. That's the problem with all that. All right, so the first hour we had our buddy on Lowell Nelson, campaignforliberty.org, doing a phenomenal job on your radio. Second hour we had the good doctor, Dr. Scott Bradley with us. His lifelong goal to preserve the nation is website freedomsrisingsun.com. Pointing to the solutions always is the good doctor. The FBI and the Department of Homeland Security, for example, tried to recruit former Green Beret and Special Forces Master Sergeant Jeremy Brown. Yeah, they tried to you know get him to infiltrate and spy on the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys. Well, Jeremy Brown refused. He recorded the whole conversation to prove he's not lying. It's all on tape. What is the government doing, ladies and gentlemen? The answer? They've been involved in every false flag operation we've had for decades, folks. That's the problem. You say I'm a conspiracy nut? Oh, just go ask Jeremy Brown because it's all on tape, okay? And stop the conspiracy games. We're telling you the truth about the sinister behavior of government that operates in secret. In a shadow government scenario that has secret combinations above the people. This has got to stop. We got to expose it. We got to shine the light and make the cockroaches run, folks. Early studies, by the way, now say antidepressant drug fluvoxamine um, is helping, they say, with COVID 19 and the recovery related to it. Sadly, researchers at the University of Utah health uh, clinic there believe the drug works and they're now investigating with a larger study to confirm they say the remarkable results of the two earlier trials on the drug they say it works my response to that is it might work but who wants to take the chance to put everybody on antidepressants which are very likely to have people um, start to experience suicidal thoughts and all kinds of violent you know feelings and such like that who wants to take that chance folks we're trading one disaster fiasco for another when the idea is insane why don't you pay attention to dr cory who testified before the senate about the wonderful opportunity that ivermectin provides why don't you study that one university of utah because these people want to just dabble in fear they don't want to double down in faith they don't want to tell the truth they don't want to expose the reality and the fraud we'll get to that as the broadcast unfolds even more so Maine church case, that's Maine, the state of Maine, church case goes to SCOTUS. Believe it or not, Maine has the most severe restrictions on places of worship in the nation. So run from Maine like the plague, folks. And there you have the recap. Award-winning broadcasting available at your fingertips. Who covers the news the networks refuse to use like we do? Can I ask you that question? Who literally doubles down in hard-hitting news? Just straight ahead, going after it, two hours long, Monday through Saturday, six days a week. On the Sabbath, we rest. Who who goes after the news like we do? Can I just ask you, who's as hard-hitting as we are? We gather news from every conservative constitutional source we can find. We stay away from the conspiracy sites that are extreme in nature. We stay away from the sites that we believe might be ran by China or, uh, you know, Russia or whoever else. And we stand with American news to the best of our ability. Are we perfect at it? No. Do we get some stories wrong? Uh, kind of. I mean, there's a time or two where we found a story that turns out to be um, not exactly accurate. Why do I say that? Uh, because you rely on so many sources for news that it's hard to get to get it right and be perfect all the time. Here's the difference between us and the mainstream press, though. You ready? When they get caught lying, they just double down on their lies. Or they print a slight correction. Oh, well, at the time, we didn't have this information. And they literally make excuses and literally manipulate the truth over and over and over. When we have a story wrong, we say, hey, you know what? That wasn't accurate. Here's how we got the information. Here's why. And, and, and we level with you. And I submit to you that maintains a much greater degree of credibility. See? That's why we do it. Joe Biden's whacked out as all get out. We'll tell you about that coming up in seconds. I'm telling you, every time I hear from Joe, I think the guy's just more off his rocker insane. I'm Sam Bushman. This is indeed the one and only Liberty, Li- Liberty Roundtable live radio broadcast.
2: Have we realized the assault against our lives our liberties, our faith. To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less.
1: Get this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so we're talking about whacked out Uncle Joe, perverted as he is. I'm glad they're keeping him away from people's wives and daughters and girlfriends and such, because the guy's as perverted as Andrew Cuomo. They both uh, have a very strange past. Uh, of abusing women, et cetera, et cetera. It goes on and on and on, but yet nobody can remove these criminals from office. But now whacked out Joe Biden, he blatantly says, quote, states should pause reopening. We should reinstate mask mandates. Okay, the guy's off is rocker crazy. Now, the reason that Joe's so crazy is because he has government money Rolling into his bank account, no matter what happens, you shut down states. Uh, you whatever It doesn't matter. Now all these bureaucrats and professional do-gooders, uh, who want to shut down the economy and just shut down businesses and shut down states, states should pause reopening. Why don't we just um shut down Joe Biden's check? Shut down all the bureaucrats and professional do-gooders. Just get rid of their you know daily, weekly, monthly, whatever checks they have coming in. Just halt all their money and see how quick these idiot childs are to decide we should just stay closed for literally ever. We've already been closed for over a year, people. How many people can withstand a year of not working, of not functioning, of not living in society? It's insanity. These people are so divorced from reality, it is shocking to the core. Let me say that again. These bureaucrats and professional do-gooders are so divorced from reality, it is shocking. To the core. It gets worse. Not only is whacked out Joe saying, hey, states should pause reopening and we should just continue reinstating or mandating mask mandates, okay? Now the CDC director is Dr. Rochelle Walensky is her name. Or Walensky, I guess it is. Rochelle Walensky. She warns of impending doom. As the coronavirus cases rise. Well, I'm going to debate her and say I don't even think the coronavirus uh, cases are rising. In many states, the coronavirus cases are going down. But she warns of impending doom. Now, listen to this whacked out Biden White House planning vaccine passports for Americans. So now, when you thought this was just the whacked out folks over in New York, right? It's Biden. Yeah. It's the Biden WH, right? That's planning. I don't even know what to say about this. The White House is planning the vaccine passports, right? What do you think of that? See, I think it's criminal. Why do I think it's criminal? Because he has no authority to create a federal database passport for vaccinations. And you got to ask yourself, will this be... um, just for the coronavirus? Are we just going to go forever on the idea that this is just, uh, well, for the coronavirus? Or will it be any threat that they eventually have? Will it be a passport that started out that was for the cocoa? And then it's like, yeah, but if, you're, if you don't have your shot for the measles, if you don't have your shot for rubella... If you don't have your shot for being a conservative, if you don't have your sterilization shots, don't you know having babies ruins the environment, destroys the earth? Where will this expand to? And you can say, oh, Sam, come on, that's just a conspiracy. Wait a minute. Do you have proof that you're not driving your car? Because driving your car is bad on the environment, don't you know? And macking around in your big old SUV, your environmental footprint is bad audaciously big, we gotta stop you what will the Biden WH planning vaccine passports for Americans really be and turn into right the Biden administration now is reportedly reportedly consulting several private sector entities on the adoption of a universal vaccine passport The Washington Post reported on Sunday. So now we're beyond the speculation, will they require vaccines? And now they are. They say the initiative will seek to provide Americans digital documentation of their completed vaccination records free of charge, buddy. Previous reporting from the Daily Caller and other news outlets revealed that numerous companies. And non-governmental groups, including the World Health Organization, are developing separate vaccine passports in an attempt to allow people to return to pre-pandemic work. Oh, they say pandemic. Sorry. (laughs) Freudian slip. Free pandemic. Yeah. Pandemic life. Okay. Now, here's the problem if everybody's got the different passports, what are you going to do? They're developing separate vaccine passports right now in an attempt to allow people to return to, quote, pre-pandemic work and travel practices. Okay? The largest hurdle that the administration is facing right now on this issue is the fact that Well, how do they standardize the nearly two dozen different vaccine efforts, and how do they settle on which one will be adopted as the federal standard, the Post said. Okay, the United States, and Biden speaks to the press before boarding Air Force One about this. I guess the bottom line is the Biden administration is not even going to comment on the details when asked about it by conservative news agencies. It needs to be private. The data needs to be secure. Access to it should be free. It should be available both digitally and on paper and available in multiple languages, they say. Wow. The White House declined comment so now they're working on this plan for this national vaccination card and they're not really willing to even tell anybody about the plans they say canada israel the united kingdom other united states allies have also launched efforts to supply citizens with what are called vaccine passports New York obviously recently launched it in the United States. Okay, they say that it'll resemble a digital boarding pass. Now, the Biden administration has faced questions about this since February, but they've kind of had a mum's the word approach. White House coronavirus advisor, Andy, how do you say this guy's name? Slavin? Slavitt suggested a pandemic response press briefing in March. The standardizing vaccine data for public use is not the role of the government. However, we do believe when that gets done, there's a right way and a wrong way. Anyway, he goes on. Now, here's the problem. I told you the Center for Disease Control and Prevention lady, right? CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky warns of impending doom. Well, now President Joe Biden says that he shares Michelle's pending doom on the pandemic. What do you think of that? So you literally have the President of the United States Openly saying he shares this impending doom belief of this lady. Now, folks, have you ever heard of the President of the United States literally sharing a physician's feeling of pending doom? Yeah, these are... I don't even know how to respond to this. This is so off the rails, it's shocking. They're going to pass plan these passports for Americans? And you got impending doom? I want to talk about this, folks. Hang tight.
0: Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're
3: listening to Liberty News Radio.
0: USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
3: New York City police are on the lookout for the attacker caught on video brutally beating a 65-year-old Asian woman who was on her way to church. The assailant pummeled her while she was on the ground. An individual described in reports as a security guard seemed unwilling to render aid to the woman and instead just simply closes the door after the attack. China's government on Tuesday passed a new law taking over Hong Kong's electoral system, which is designed to ensure only patriotic figures can run for positions of power. Critics argue the law effectively marks the end of democracy in the Asian financial hub as it gives the ruling Chinese Communist Party control of elections. Canada is suspending use of AstraZeneca coronavirus vaccine for people under 55 due to concerns that the shot could cause blood clots. AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine has been put on hold throughout parts of Europe and has not yet received its emergency authorization from the United States. USA Radio News.
0: The border is in crisis. After President Trump secured the border with Mexico, everyone's worried about the growing problem. And why is the Biden administration spending $86 million on hotel rooms for captured migrants? Now Grant Stinchfield investigates the border crisis and finds the real truth about Biden's executive orders and dangerous policies. So watch Stinchfield on Newsmax TV tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern as he reveals the dangers to our economy and security. Newsmax TV is one of America's leading cable news channels. It's on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your cable operator. Tell them you want Newsmax or you'll switch to a new service. Remember, you can get Newsmax free on Roku, YouTube, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, and smart TVs like Samsung, Sony, or LG. It's even free on your smartphone. Just download the free Newsmax app and start watching anytime. Find out about the real border crisis on Grant Stinchfield tonight on Newsmax TV. It's real news for real people.
3: Let's get a border crisis update
0: with Dan Naraki. New estimates from the Biden administration show the government is anticipating
4: that the number of unaccompanied children illegally crossing the southern border will double next month. A report from the Wall Street Journal says the government is estimating that around 20,000 minors will make the crossing in April. That's up from the nearly 16,000 that have been apprehended this month. But local border officials say that the federal government has not come forward with a plan to help communities deal with the influx. Cochise County, Arizona Sheriff Mark Daniels tells Fox News that seems like no one is listening to the concerns of local communities. We're down here at the local level, state levels, dealing with the impact of a plan that we haven't haven't even been privileged to. What I see is avoidance, denial. There's no more collaboration. It's not collective. There's no transparency. No one's listening. Uh, But I can tell you who's listening down here, and that's the communities, because we have to. We're dealing with the surge. We're dealing with the unaccompanied minors. We're dealing with the public safety aspect. And let's not forget we're dealing with the health uh, epidemic that we're dealing with on the
3: border. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News.
5: All right, ladies and
1: gentlemen, I'm telling you, this is insane. Joe Biden states should pause reopening and reinstate mask mandates. CDC director Michelle Walensky warns of impending doom as the coronavirus cases rise. I don't even believe the coronavirus cases are rising. Nevertheless, Biden says he shares, CDC director, Rochelle Walensky's sense of impending doom on the pandemic. Have you ever heard a president in America be that negative? So now you got this whacked out doctor saying, I feel impending doom. And then you got the president going, I, I share her feeling of impending doom, warning that Americans are becoming too laxed on lockdown measures. Now, Biden made the comments during a Monday speech updating the country on his efforts to combat the coronavirus pandemic, they say. We share the sentiment of Dr. Walensky, the head of the CDC, Biden said. The CDC expressed earlier today that this is not the time to lessen our efforts. That's what she said, and he said, I share the sentiments. Now, do you folks feel impending doom? Now, (laughs) I don't even know how to handle this, except for Biden has a gloomy outlook like you wouldn't believe, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot believe the president of the United States has this gloomy view. Now, questions from reporters were shouted out and he ignored them. He's saying governors of some states should repause their efforts, but he did not say which states. Now, they say they show an increase in cases, but I don't even know how to respond to this. I don't know how to respond to such negativity, ladies and gentlemen. Because I don't believe that it's factual. I don't believe that it's science backed. I don't believe for one second that it's legitimate science to feel impending doom. In fact, I think to double down in such fear mongering and fear tactics. It's literally rejecting Christ and following Satan, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how to put it more simply. I don't know how to back away from this reality. We cannot double down in fear and spread from a leadership point of view that we feel impending doom. Okay? I don't know how to be more bold to say, I trust my God. I don't feel doom. I feel trust in God, and I feel like if we turn to him and ask for, protect. by the way, these doomsdayers, you never hear them talk about God, do you, really? Yeah. It's whacked out CDC director and whacked out Biden sharing her sentiments of feeling a sense of impending doom on the pandemic. I don't feel that at all. Do you, ladies and gentlemen, do you feel impending doom at all? I want you to call me. Dial 386-868-2700. 386-868-2700. Do you feel a sense of impending doom? Because if you do, I want to talk you off the ledge of fear-mongering and of sheer panic that is Satan's plan, and I flat out 1,000% reject it. Now, are there concerns? Yes. Do we need to be very careful when there's serious illness? Yes. But I will not spiral down to the, to the impending doom feeling or comments, period. I will not do it. Oh, Sam, you'd feel different if somebody close to you died from the coronavirus. I have several people close to me who have died from the coronavirus, folks. And it is bad. I'm not at all suggesting that it's fake or not true. But I believe the hype, the panic, and the drive towards tyrannical control is evil and wrong and is not the response we should have. Okay? I don't know how to say it more boldly. I don't know how to say it more boldly than I already am. I'm rejecting this negativity from the President of the United States. If he's even duly elected, that's a whole nother topic. And from this whacked out CDC director that feels impending doom. All right, I reject this. Now, let me explain why they might be feeling impending doom, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you know this, but the World Health Organization team that visited China to investigate the origins of the coronavirus relied on the word of Chinese scientists during their inquiry into the origins of the virus. The question, whether the virus was the result of a leak in a lab in Wuhan, or whether it was uh, what jumped from animals to humans via the wet, I don't know what you call it, farm, you know, meat fest, whatever, (laughs) I don't know what you call it, but you go and buy meat and you go, you know, farmer's market kind of a thing, a wet meat market or whatever, okay? They all relied on the Chinese scientist's words. Now listen carefully to me, ladies and gentlemen, because this is really important to understand, okay? The American scientist was on the team, okay? Okay? And the American scientist on the team is, called, is named Peter Daszak, D-A-S-Z-A-K, Peter Daszak. And Peter Daszak is a zoologist who runs the Eco Alliance. And he told 60 Minutes in an interview, listen carefully, that the WHO, I mean, the World Health Organization team determined that the lab leak theory was extremely unlikely and that the virus likely spread from an animal species to humans in China, okay? Now listen, but Leslie Stahl, she's the 60 Minutes interviewer, okay? She prodded DASAC about the limitations of the Who probe. She also got Dasak to concede that officials with Chinese, I'm sorry, China's Ministry of Foreign Affairs, closely monitored the WHO team, meeting with Chinese scientists from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, okay? So let me get this straight. Leslie asked about limitations of the World Health Organization probe. Daszak, that's this Peter Daszak guy, the scientist, American scientist, told Leslie Stahl, the interviewer, that the Chinese scientists that the Who team met with said they regularly audit the lab and tested staff members After the first report of the coronavirus outbreak in Wuhan. But listen carefully, but we're just taking their word for it. Stahl, the interviewer, asked. Guess what Dasak said? Well, what else can we do? Dasak replied, There's a limit to what you can do, and we went right up to that limit. He continued, we asked them tough questions. They weren't vetted in advance. And the answers they gave, we found them to be believable, correct, and convincing. Do you understand what's happening here, ladies and gentlemen? Dasak also told Stahl, that it wasn't the World Health Organization's team's job to find out whether the Chinese government had covered up the tales of the origins of the virus. What? What did he just say? Are you kidding me right now? Peter Dasek on 60 Minutes with Miss Stahl said, Hey, it's not the World Health Organization's team's job. To find out whether the Chinese government had covered up the origins of the virus? That's right, Liberty Roundtable Live. Listen to
3: blow.
1: The spirit of the
4: American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com.
0: Come <laughs> here! Now, Mr. and Mrs. uh, Sir Galahad, what seems to be the problem?
3: Well,
2: it's just not working.
0: She's been very unrealistic. Really?
2: Ever since he rescued me from the dragon, we've been drifting apart. That's
0: not true.
2: We were supposed to live happily ever after.
0: Now, this isn't a fairy tale.
2: (laughs) At first, he was gallant and chivalrous, opening doors for me, holding my chair, taking my arm.
0: All right, I'm not as young as I used to be.
2: He simply isn't the
0: man who swept me off my feet. Well, you're not as young as you used to be. (laughs) Mr. Sir Galahad, maybe if you started by just holding Mrs. Sir Galahad's hand when you're together. Really? Yes,
3: try it.
6: Okay.
0: All right, go on. Take your hand.
2: <laughs> Careful, little one. Marriage. You're never too far apart when you're still holding hands. From your neighbors, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now,
0: look into each other's eyes. That's right. Raise your visor. Oh, the blue, dear. Yeah.
2: <laughs> For more tips on strengthening your marriage, visit family.mormon.org.
1: So, ladies and gentlemen, this is bombshell information I submit to you, okay? You got literally Joe Biden whacked out in an absolute panic. States should pause reopening and reinstate mask mandates. CDC Director Dr. Michelle Walensky warns of impending doom and Joe Biden doubles down and agrees with her. But the Wall Street Journal has been reporting on this. 60 Minutes has been reporting on this. And American scientists are speaking out, saying this, you know what, China report on the Wuhan virus, where they went to China with the World Health Organization to get to the bottom of it, is an absolute, flat-out sham. It's a flat-out, dishonest, manipulated lie. You say to me, where are you getting your sources, Sam? Listen up, people. Do you hear me loud and clear? They're lying to you, and the lying needs to stop now. Where am I getting my information? Places like the Wall Street Journal. Places like 60 Minutes. All right? So you got this whacked-out Peter Dassack guy who basically got to the bottom of this thing. Peter and Leslie on 60 Minutes. Leslie, the interviewer. Peter, the scientist. She also got Dasak to concede that officials with China's Ministry of Foreign Affairs closely monitored the Hu team's meetings with the Chinese scientists. Think about that. So it's all a big sham. Now listen carefully to me. Stahl said, so we're just taking their word for it that it's all good? Peter said, yeah, well, what else can we do? There's a limit that what well, you can do. We went right up to that limit, Peter said. We asked them tough questions, and they answered. Now, listen, Dasek also told Stahl that it wasn't the World Health Organization's team's job to find out whether China covered up the origins of of the virus. So I got a question for Mr. Dassack whacked out Peter. What is the purpose of the probe then if it's not to vet the lying or the truthfulness or the real source of the COCO virus, my friends? The answer is it's created global sham, a global dishonest lie. Now dassack they say, has been accused of having a conflict of interest because his organization is partnered with Wuhan's Institute of Virology. So the whacked out guy already has questionable ties. And now this guy's going to blatantly admit that we didn't really get to the bottom of it. Now, listen, you say, well, that 60 minute, you know, 60 minutes interview is not explosive enough, Sam. That's just 60 minutes, you know. All right, here it is then. The Wall Street Journal reported earlier this month, That the Chinese government controlled the World Health Organization's investigation, dictating the team members that were allowed to be even on the team in the first place. And then also dictated what they were allowed to see. So you pick the members, you dictate what they're allowed to see. The World Health Organization also is allowing chinese officials to review the final report and listen and make changes i don't even know how to respond to this so you got a flat out sham scam and then if i tell you and robert redford tells you and other doctors tell you that they're convinced the vir- the coronavirus came from a lab then they say, you're all involved in fake news, buddy. You're lying. You don't have evidence. You da da And now we find out they don't have any evidence either. They are just taking what the Chinese say, and that's the end of that. In fact, they even referred on the 60 Minutes interview that this isn't a real investigation. This is kind of like a tour. They're kind of on a tour. Think about that. Wow. I don't even know how to respond to this. Sixty minutes correspondent Leslie Stahl reacts to another advisor. This is a WHO advisor. It's Jamie Metzel. Listen. Claim that China's conducting of the WHO probe of the coronavirus epidemic. Yeah. It's a sham. You want to know what Jamie said? The reports cannot be trusted. Because the investigation essentially was conducted by China itself. CBS News veteran Leslie Stahl noted that the WHO team only spent three hours at the lab. And while they were there, said Jamie... Metzl the investigators did not demand access to the records and the samples and the key personnel at all. Stahl said that was because of the ground rules that China set with the World Health Organization before they went in. The who has never had authority to make demands or enforce international protocols. Metzl that's Jamie, noted that the U.N. agency even acknowledged that China had veto power of who was even on the team. On top of that, the World Health Organization agreed that in most instances, China would do the investigation and then just share its findings with international experts. Yeah. Yeah. So these international experts were not allowed to do their own investigation? Yeah, that's right. Stahl interjected and said, what? Wait a minute. You're saying to me that China did the investigation and showed the results to the committee? And that was it? Metz replied? Or Metzl replied? Yeah, that was pretty much it. Whoa, Stahl said. Now listen carefully to me, ladies and gentlemen. Last summer, under President Trump, the entire intelligence community made a rare statement saying the same thing. How do you want to respond to this, folks? So if I speak up and tell you that I'm not convinced that China's telling you the truth, Because I don't believe that listening to the Chinese government officials tell you what went on or what didn't go on is science. Then they say to you that I'm lying and that I don't have evidence, and they have the science. But yet now we find out they don't have the science. They were led around China on a feel-good tour, and they were manipulated and controlled by the communist Chinese as to the origins of the virus. You understand what I'm saying to you, ladies and gentlemen? And they're doubling down and saying they've got the science and how dare you challenge their science. And, uh, you know, you're putting everybody at risk and, and on and on and on. This is bombshell stuff, folks. Isn't it? This is bombshell information. Wow. I don't even know how to respond to this, ladies and gentlemen. But this is so criminal. You're going to literally double down and pretend you have the science and attack me and shut me down from Twitter and deny my credibility and everything else. And then it turns out you thugs? are sending some global body who we don't trust at all, who Donald Trump and others said had a credibility crisis because they're being in bed with China in the first place, and you trust this world health organization, the WHO, to go into China when China picks the investigative team, when China decides who can do what and say what, And then you're going to tell me that it's not even the whose job to find out what the origins of the virus really were? And then the Wall Street Journal is going to report that the Chinese government controlled the World Health Organization investigation? Dictating the team members and dictating what they could see? And then allowing Chinese officials to review the report and make changes before the rest of us even get it? And then you're going to really double down and tell me that's science. And tell me that everything I have is baloney and I lost, I don't have credibility and I'm speaking without evidence, da 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 da. And now we've got 60 Minutes on the line. We've got the Wall Street Journal on the line. We've got these big scientists and investigative advisors on the line. And you've got even the liberalist of reporters, Stahl and others, going, what? You're kidding me right now, right? Are you serious? What? Yeah. And then they literally have locked you down for a whole year. And after the year, and after being led around by the nose, by the communist Chinese in bed with the global world health organization. And then you're literally going to run around in fear, Joe. You're going to literally run around in fear and listen to these whacked out doctors, Rochelle Walensky and others telling you how horrible and how, are you kidding me right now? Now, Trump rips Dr. Burks as a proven liar after an interview. Mark Meadows even doubles down and says she's saying things that we never even heard in the West Wing now. Yeah. This is serious business, people. Okay, you've literally got situations where we can't trust anything we're hearing anymore. And you've got people picking sides. The conservatives on one side, the liberals on the other, creating a huge faction in America over the cocoa. You got to wear masks. You got to take the vaccines. You got to be mandated. You got to be shut down. You got to be arrested. You got to turn the cops on the people, as in the Hawaii example we reported on last week where they're literally using ex-cops to create a, a group of people that will force you to comply with, with restrictions relating to the COVID vaccine. You've got some states saying, hey, we're going to create vaccine-mandated passports and everything else. And then you've got other states saying, wait a minute, no, we're not doing that. Ron DeSantis says, hey, I'm not doing that, right? I almost don't know how to handle this. Former President Donald Trump released a statement Monday saying that it was now time to speak up after Dr. Anthony Fossey and Dr. Deborah Burke spoke out. They criticized President Donald Trump's handling of the coronavirus saying, well, I guess it was a documentary called COVID Wars that they made their comments in. And um, I don't even know how to respond to this, folks. They say we're lying. We say they're lying. And the rift continues to grow at an alarming rate. I'm Sam Bushman. God save the Republicans.
0: Top the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, Talk, radio.
1: Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refused to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for March 30th in the year of our Lord 2021. This is hour two of two. And our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property on your radio and to promote God, family, and country in the traditions of our founding fathers. Without further ado, Alex Newman with the John Birch Society is with us. Welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. All right, we'll work on grabbing Alex here in just a second. Uh, in the meantime, though, I was covering last hour. This coronavirus discussion, ladies and gentlemen, and it has become just too egregious, too dishonest to even deal with, folks. All right. Joe Biden right now saying states should pause reopening, reinstate mask mandates. CDC director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, warning of impending doom. Joe Biden, I guess, if you really believe in the elections, Biden said that he shares Walensky's pending doom on the pandemic. Have you ever heard of a president being so negative? The Wall Street Journal now, though, reporting earlier this month that the Chinese government controlled the World Health Organization investigation into the coronavirus, literally controlling who was on the team and what they were allowed to see. The World Health Organization also allowed Chinese officials to review the report and make changes. Now, Daszak also, that's Peter Dasek, also told Stahl that it wasn't the World Health Organization's team. It wasn't the team's job to find out whether the Chinese government had cover up the coronavirus. So what's the point of them even being there, I would ask? But it gets worse. We just go into this thing and find out they're lying all the way around. Alex Newman, John Burt Society, welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir.
7: Thank you so much for having me, Sam. It's great to be with you.
1: All right, what do you think about this? Now we literally have the who, and you literally have advisors. You've got Peter, what's his name, Dasak, And then you've got this Jamie advisor literally saying the whole WHO investigation with China is nothing but a sham. And they're saying it yeah. on 60 and Minutes the- reporting it in the Wall Street Journal.
7: Yeah, and, and you know, I, I wish uh, more people would read The New American because people would have known uh, years ago that this was the case. In fact, I think we broke the story in the United States. The guy who's running the Criminal World Health Organization, Dr. Tedros Ghebreyesus, Um, I mean, you you don't even have to dig deep into his background to figure out something is very, very wrong with this guy. First of all, he was put into power with the backing of the Communist Chinese Party. That was his primary backer. That's the reason he's running this agency. Uh, Second of all, before becoming the head of the World Health Organization, he was the foreign minister, uh, the right-hand man, for a brutal mass-murdering communist dictator, uh, and as foreign minister, he was in charge of chasing down dissidents that had fled overseas, bringing them back for torture. And get this, how did he end up as foreign minister for a brutal mass murdering communist dictator? Well, there's some interesting background there. It turns out he was on the politburo of the Tigray People's Liberation Front, which just so happens to be a designated terrorist organization, a Marxist group, that is dedicated to the extermination of certain people groups within Ethiopia, including the Amhara people. And so during his stint as health minister, and by the way, he's not an actual medical doctor, he's got a PhD, but during his stint as health minister, he worked hard to try to reduce the number of Amharas in Ethiopia. So is anybody surprised that this crooked organization run by an actual communist terrorist is helping the mass-murdering communist gangsters running communist China to cover up their bioweapon attack on the world. Uh, it's, I mean, it, this, these dots were so easy to connect years ago, and it seems like only now the fake media is waking up the Wall Street Journal and 60 Minutes just did a big report on it. And so now you got to wonder what's their motive for telling us the truth now. Why, why do they hide the truth from us for over a year, and then now suddenly they reveal it? So something very fishy is going on, Sam.
1: It's hard to even know how to handle this because what they're doing is they're shutting us down, uh, claiming that we're engaging in fake news, um, things that can harm the American people. The bottom line, though, is these reports cannot be trusted at all, but yet they double down in defense of these. um, For example, the WHO team only spent three hours at the lab. And they were there. The investigators didn't even ask for any evidence. They didn't ask to speak to any personnel. Uh, That's because of the ground rules that China set with the World Health Organization. And they literally, uh, I mean, this whole thing. And then we talk about, hey, the origins of the coronavirus are different than we've been told. And they say, you're engaging in fake news. Shut up. Sit down. We've got a global problem here. Yeah.
7: YouTube has said that anything that goes against World Health Organization guidelines will be removed. And I'll tell you, they are enforcing it like crazy. Um, we, we've put up videos with some of the most prestigious and highly educated doctors on planet Earth uh, who have something different to say about the coronavirus and the vaccines than the World Health Organization. And they have been shut down. We, they've been removed. We've had two strikes on our channel now for these types of things. And and I think the the real way to deal with this is exactly what President Trump did, defund it, delegitimize it, stop giving them hard-earned American taxpayer money, and uh, and, and throw the thing on the ash heap of history. It's a joke.
1: In fact, you're going to be going to Red Pill Expo in June in South Dakota. And from what I understand, there's a preview that just got released of your presentation, got released by uh, Ed Griffin and others. If people are watching that channel, they can watch that. Uh, video, but uh, it's from Alex Newman, and this is serious as well because really you're highlighting what the dark side of the COVID pandemic, this thing is planned uh, in addition to being uh, a big fraud, right?
7: Yes, it was. It absolutely was, and we have so much evidence on this front, Sam. It's incredible. You can go back uh, over 10 years, and the Rockefeller Foundation put out a report uh, I encourage everybody to get a copy of this report themselves, and they have four scenarios in there on how the Rockefeller Foundation believed uh, the New World Order could advance. And as you read it, there's one scenario in particular that really jumps out at you. It's called Lockstep. And I, again, I encourage people to go get this report. It's like reading the news today. Uh, a virus comes out of communist China. The Chaihoms use brutal tyranny to suppress it. Uh, Americans complain. They're like, Hey, we have rights. You can't do that. And uh, So the report uh, argues that uh, China did a phenomenal job, but that governments around the world are going to have to take authoritarian measures to deal with this. They're going to have to force people to put face diapers on. They're going to have to uh, require uh, temperature checks before you can go into buildings. They're going to have to require uh, vaccines. They're going to have to shut down uh, businesses. And then the real kicker, and I'll, I'll dig into this more in my talk at the Red Pill Expo in South Dakota coming up here soon, Um, They actually say in the report that even after the pandemic faded, the authoritarian measures not only stuck, they intensified. So anybody who thinks, oh, yeah, once everybody goes and gets their vaccine, everything's going to get back to normal. Oh, no, no. You're not understanding how this goes. They are not going to give up all this power that they have usurped unless we force them to.
1: Now, here's the problem. They're literally beating people up and arresting people. Richard Mack went to an event in Hawaii where they were protesting mask mandates, and most of the people there, you know, four to 600 people were not masked. And, um, you know, it got kind of crazy. The cops showed up. The cops started getting agitated. Uh, As Richard Mack puts it, you know what? They uh, came to ride in the show, and by golly, they were going to ride. And so Richard Mack finally said, I'm leaving because this is going to get out of hand. Richard Mack went back to his hotel. It got out of hand. They threw a lady down and arrested her. She had a couple of little teeny children with her, uh, and the cops got out of control. Richard Mack talked to the police later, said, hey, you guys are out of line here and stuff like that. And they just said, hey, this is what we're doing. You can't violate the law. Richard tried to say, hey, what law? There's no <laughs> legislative law here. Yeah, but the governor said so. And, and, and now the debate's on about who's got authority and who's got control, who's rogue agent in government versus who's doing what's right. Um, at the end of the day now, we see stories where they say in Hawaii, for instance, they're literally hiring a team of ex-police officers, of retired police officers, et cetera, to crack down on anybody not wearing a mask, anybody not willing to follow the distancing guidelines, and they're going to literally uh, enforce this. Now, if you think what's going on in Hawaii is bad, you look at California. If you think California is bad, you look at New York. These lead states are setting the next narrative, aren't they, Alex?
7: Yes, they are, and uh, you know I'm incredibly blessed to be in the great state of Florida. Uh, Our governor, as said uh, almost from the beginning, we're not going to be doing this uh, tyranny under the guise of fighting the virus. And Florida's doing pretty darn well, despite having, uh, I think, the second oldest population in the country. We're doing very well, including better than uh, most of the states that have used totalitarianism. And there's even a better example. Uh, my wife and I lived most of the last decade in Sweden. And she's from there. I- ironically, we fled from Sweden to get away from the tyranny. They you know, banned homeschooling and other idiotic things like that. So we fled from Sweden and sold our house to try to get away from this totalitarianism. Well, the pandemic hit. And suddenly the totalitarianism comes to America, and the Swedes did absolutely nothing. In fact, their government told them not to put on face diapers because it was dangerous for their health. Uh, they did no lockdowns. They didn't shut the schools. They didn't do anything, not for one single day, no social distancing, I call it anti-social distancing, nothing. And if you look at the data from Sweden, the Swedes did significantly better than we did here in the United States.
1: And now Joe Biden is literally saying hey let's pause reopening let's mandate masks dr rochelle walensky the cdc director and joe biden are both just panicking in fear they claim about the pending doom regarding the pandemic ladies and gentlemen i don't hold on
8: I'll- abby johnson was once director of a planned parenthood clinic in bryan texas after a moral crisis, she quit and now she campaigns against what she once
4: endorsed. They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean, quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, one of the reasons that I left... Are they
6: explicit about that?
4: Yes. It's it's in your budget. Right there on the line item. Uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because uh, in a budget meeting, I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions. We're about, you right. know,
8: prevention, all of these other services. I was shocked. So, to since hear you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of the relative number of abortions. Okay. Abortions, Planned Parenthood
4: provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They right. are the largest single abortion provider in our country.
1: Right, back with you live. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Newman with me. He put together an incredible, uh, I don't know what you call it, a precursor video. It is available at redpillexpo.com. And Alex Newman's an author and a journalist. And he's uh, really speaking out about the very dark side of the COVID, COVID pandemic. Okay, folks, this was planned. And uh, the proof in the pudding is you see the way certain countries respond. And you uh, begin to look at the Wall Street Journal even admitting the truth. That, hey, this is the sham. The Chinese controlled the investigation. Okay, Leslie Stahl of 60 Minutes speaking out. Jamie Metzl speaking out. Peter Dasek speaking out. They're not as bold as others. But even CBS News veteran Leslie Stahl Noted that the WHO team, the World Health Organization team, only spent three hours at the lab. And while they were there, said Jamie Metzl, the investigators didn't even demand access to the records and samples and keepers And then Leslie said that's because of the ground rules, the deal they made with China. And now we get more and more information that this was intentionally planned. And you see the evidence everywhere. They even say uh, the UN admits that China even has veto power of who even attended the meeting or who was even on the team. On top of that, they said in most instances, China would do the primary investigation and then just share its findings with international experts. It, this is hard to even respond to, Alex. Yeah, it, it's pretty
7: amazing. Um, and, again, this this should have been clear from the beginning. You know, the World Health Organization has a long history of uh, serving the interests of globalism and tyranny. And there's a very, very dark history there. I'll give you an example. In 2014, uh, they were caught in Kenya waging what they claimed was a tetanus vaccination program, but that was later exposed as a covert sterilization program. And you don't have to believe me. Uh, the Kenya Catholic Doctors Association got very suspicious about this vaccine program because they were only vaccinating uh, women and girls of childbearing age. So they got some samples. I think they got seven samples and they sent them to laboratories all over the world. And every single one came back laced with HCG, human chorionic gonadotropin hormone that is uh, critical for women's bodies as they carry a pregnancy. Um, and so what was happening is these uh, vaccines-slash-sterilizing agents were being injected into these girls uh, and women, and their body would start treating this critical hormone as an invader. And so uh, they would uh, not be able to carry a pregnancy to term. And then uh, the, the Kenya Catholic bishops, every single bishop in the nation of Kenya— signed a statement saying, look, girls, you need to stop taking these vaccines. They're not actually vaccines. This is a covert sterilization program, just like what we saw in the Philippines, just like what we saw in Nicaragua, just like what we saw in Mexico. So you dig back into the World Health Organization's history, you find out that in the 60s, they were using Rockefeller grants to try to come up with fertility management vaccines. They succeeded in the 1990s using exactly the mechanism just described, so the World Health Organization needs to be understood as uh, the, the Global Health Ministry or the Global Department of Health in waiting, and it's part of this agenda to move us toward a global totalitarian fascistic system. Uh, Bill Gates is, of course, one of the leading people here. And if you look at the run-up to the pandemic, you'll find that all these suspicious characters associated with the World Health Organization, like Bill Gates, right, the, the second biggest funder of the World Health Organization after the U.S. government, uh he funded just one year less than one year in October of 2019 just a few months before covid was first detected uh a a, a preparing and pandemic exercise at uh, the bloomberg school of public health at johns hopkins university in cooperation with the world economic forum which incidentally is now using the covid uh, pandemic to push the great reset and i encourage people to go watch the 8 hours of footage from this exercise it was basically like a fire drill for a novel coronavirus. And it is what they say in the exercise, a novel coronavirus coming out of China that would require tyranny to save us from. And if you look at the kind of tyranny they envision, it's exactly what we're seeing now. We're going to put the WHO in charge. We are going to uh, have to lock down. We're going to have to censor the internet. In fact they even talk about criminalizing uh statements that contradict the official narrative on this hoax because they know that if people can speak out, if people can speak freely, the whole thing falls apart. So we're in very, very dangerous territory with this, Sam. Uh, Trump had it right when he got us out of the WHO and cut their funding to zero. Uh, we need to do that again. But unfortunately, thanks to the very dubious 2020 election, um, you know, we're now in a situation where we have allies of this agenda in the White House and running our Congress.
1: It's hard to know how to respond to this. I think we need to speak out boldly, nobly, and independently. I think we need to engage in civil disobedience and say, I'm, not, I'm just not wearing a mask. Uh, if they kick us out of restaurants and out of stores, they have the right with their private property to do this, even though I think they're duped. Uh, but we need to simply say, I guess I won't be shopping here or eating here. We need to start to push back um, like nobody's business. Uh, we don't want to be contrarians, but at the same time, we have a duty. And the lies being told from the WHO and China and the derelict of duty by these scientists to stand against these lies – And to allow these um, social media organizations or whatever you want to call it, big tech or whatever else, to double down and simply shut us down because we're telling the truth on this thing. At some point, we better push back or else, you know what? At some point, it's going to be too late. They're going to lock down too many things. And pushback is going to be futile. I think we have a window of opportunity is the point I'm making, Alex.
7: I agree with you entirely, Sam. Um, and, you know, as, as for me and my family, we have completely ignored all of the tyranny from the beginning. We've lived life exactly as normal. We haven't changed one iota. Uh, the only time I've put on a face diaper is to get on an airplane because I don't want to be banned forever from flying. It's the only time I've put on a face diaper, and I've been flying as little as possible. If I can drive, I will. If I can skip the event, I will. I'm tired of these airlines. But they say, you know, we don't care what you think because we'll go to Congress and get your money. But we absolutely must speak out. We absolutely must obey these ungodly, these tyrannical, these lawless executive decrees that are coming down. And you know, again, I'm very blessed. I live in a city, and a county, and a state where our leaders at every level have said, hey, we're not doing that dumb stuff. You do your business. Don't wear a face diaper. Do wear a face diaper. We don't care. So I'm very blessed here. It's not as difficult for me as it is for people in other parts of the country. I think there's one more thing I would add to that. Sam, and that is uh, we need our local and our county and our state officials to resist this tyranny if your governor imposes an idiotic mask mandate go to your county commission and tell them to pass a resolution saying that there is no mask mandate in our county if your governor tries to shut down your businesses go to your county commission and your sheriff and make sure they understand that these are illegitimate usurpations and that they must not be enforced in our county if biden tries to sign some dumb executive order that has no basis in law or the constitution mandating this that or the other you go to your governor, you go to your state legislature, you say, we must resist this. States are doing it already. They're doing it on these uh, executive orders having to do with energy and oil. They're doing it on the proposed gun control that's making its way through Congress. We need a, a renaissance of the very American principle of nullification. Uh, that's what Madison and Jefferson said was the rightful remedy to these kinds of abuses coming from the federal level. And at the state level, our cities and counties and our sheriffs can do it as well. We need to resist this stuff. We need to do it in a proper and lawful manner, and uh, and we've got to do it now because you're right, Sam. If we allow this to continue, if we don't speak out now, that window is going to close, and our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren are going to suffer horrific consequences as a result.
1: In Oregon, literally, ladies and gentlemen, they are begging for permission to create a permanent mask mandate. And the logic is that it's so bad and needs to be uh, enacted for so long, we don't know how long, but for so long, to where what they say is what they'll do is they'll remove the temporary but somewhat permanent ban uh, if warranted at some point. They're literally saying that kind of stuff in the state of Oregon right now. In uh, New York, they're literally creating a vaccine passport. Now, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis Uh, to ban vaccine passports through executive order. Now, I'm not really for executive orders. We need a legislative body to do this. But short-term in an emergency scenario, uh, these governors at least need to stand up somewhere. Uh, Now, I I don't like the executive order idea because I believe it's the wrong branch of government. But temporarily in an emergency, Ron's saying, I'm setting the standard here. And uh, you're not doing that while my legislative body gets their act together to make sure that it's outlawed in my state. Uh, and if you look at Richard Mack's case, Sheriff Richard Mack's case, hey, the states don't have to do what the Fed say at all. There's a dual sovereignty reality um, regarding jurisdiction, etc., which will be talked about at the Red Pill Expo as well coming up. Um, uh, what do you think of that, though? I, I, I don't like the executive orders, but I like the general direction. And I think we just need to basically say in an emergency, Ron can do this. But longer term, it must be a legislative body uh, that rejects the federal government on this. Uh, We need to nullify and we need to do it now, but we need to do it through the proper uh, separation of powers. When we get back, let's have Alex Newman respond to that. Alex Newman writes for the John Birch Society. He also uh, does his own video presentations. Just incredible stuff. The latest one, the very dark side of the COVID pandemic. It's been planned on purpose, folks. Alex Newman in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Protecting your
2: liberties.
3: You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
0: USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
3: The first witness in Derek Chauvin's murder trial, Jenna Scurry, a 911 dispatcher, testified Monday that she alerted a police supervisor May 25th after she watched Minneapolis police officers pin George Floyd to the ground in a security video feed. The Biden administration has moved away from sending families back across the border using the COVID-19 emergency measure called Title 42. Now the vast majority, up to 85 percent of family units who are apprehended by Border Patrol after crossing the border illegally are quickly released into the United States. That's according to a senior Border Patrol officer during a March 26 press call. Governor Andrew Cuomo is facing new sexual harassment allegations, this time from a woman who claims the Governor kissed her without her consent. It's the ninth complaint. 55-year-old Sherry Ville claims Cuomo kissed her when he came to her house to assess flood damage in 2017. USA Radio News.
8: Hello, this is Wayne Alaroot for our newest sponsor, Asset Strategies, or ASI for short. ASI is a precious metals powerhouse. They sell gold and silver. Never in history has there been a more important moment to buy gold and silver. ASI has been in business for 39 years. They've served over 20,000 clients and sold $5 billion worth of gold, silver, and precious metals with zero complaints. Last year, gold saw gains of 25%. Silver nearly doubled gold's performance. Now Democrats are in charge. Green New Deal, open borders, free health for illegals. Bailout broke cities and states. The debt is about to go through the stratosphere. The time to buy is now. The owners of ASI, Michael and Rich Checkin, have been my close personal friends for 16 years. ASI is the company I trust when it comes to buying and selling precious metals. Call now to receive a free consultation and a free one-ounce Silver Eagle with every qualifying purchase when you mention the Wayne Alleroo Show. Call 800-831-0007. That's 800-831-0007. Or visit assetstrategies.com.
3: With the threat of COVID-19 and a major uptick in violence across American cities, how does the average person feel about getting back into public? Tim Berg from the Phoenix, USA Radio News Bureau has more.
2: Americans are increasingly becoming more comfortable in public spaces and traveling, according to a recent poll by Civic Science. The survey found that 35% of adult Americans are not at all concerned with being in public spaces, while 43% are somewhat concerned and 22% are still very concerned. Additionally, 55% of Americans felt comfortable going out to eat, and now 39% say they felt comfortable enough to go on a vacation.
3: President Trump and First Lady Melania Trump launched a new website to further their America First brand. On Monday, the 45th president and First Lady introduced the new site, 45office.com. The couple said the website is an outlet for supporters to reach out to them directly with thoughts and requests and greetings. USA Radio News.
1: All right, so Alex Newman, we know that there's people in bed with global communist government that want to promote this pandemic, and they want to use it for control purposes to create a global new world order. Their goal is to create a, quote, financial and all things reset, a, quote, biblical jubilee, but in this case, by, driven by Satan, not driven by debt forgiveness, but driven by a desire to force us into a flat-out tyranny. And it's the only way they can take down America and the only way they can push their global agenda. But some people are speaking out. For example, um, Donald Trump last summer and a whole team of, of experts basically said, hey, you know what? This is a sham. And then everybody ignored it and laughed at him and mocked the president of the United States. Now Deborah Burks and Fauci are speaking out saying, hey, everybody's dying. Only the first hundred thousand had to die, but. Everybody else didn't. It was just because of Donald and his bad watch. Now Donald firing back. Forget the political theater on this thing. But is Ron DeSantis and his former president, Donald J. Trump, are they truth tellers on this or are they playing kind of a good guy, bad guy or good cop, bad cop kind of scenario? And uh, neither side statements really matter as they push us into this.
7: Yeah, you know, I, I've been very pleased with our governor, Ron DeSantis. I mean, there are political realities that he needs to consider, which I think is, you know, in in a way, unfortunate. If I I had been Donald Trump, if I had been Ron DeSantis, I would have spoken out much more clearly and much more forcefully in pushing back on the narrative. Uh, Ron DeSantis
8: tried to And
7: sooner, right? Excuse me?
1: Yeah, and sooner you would have spoke up, because they're doing it, but man, we're a year into this sucker. Come on.
7: Yeah, exactly. And they, they really should have tried to shift the narrative, because... They allowed the totalitarians to get control of the narrative. They allowed the totalitarians to panic, um, you know, not everybody, but at least a good percentage of the population of the United States. Uh, whereas if they had taken charge of the narrative right at the beginning and said, look, the, the fear porn peddlers, um, they, they have tyranny in mind. They're not really after your health. Uh, we need to calm down and look at this uh, situation objectively. The virus is, for per- the overwhelming majority of people, is actually less dangerous than the flu, right? If you're a child, you're going to be less likely to die from COVID than you are to be struck and killed by lightning. So we need to calm down. We need to look at this objectively. We need to stop listening to these fear peddlers. And, you know, Trump had it within his authority to fire a bunch of these people. I would have gotten rid of Fauci faster than you could say mini Hitler and said, you know, that's enough. You're out of here. Quit. And that's that's what makes me wonder.
1: That's what makes me wonder if Trump is really part of this. He's got kind of a contrarian narrative to make us feel like someone's advocating for our side. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of talk from Donald, the former president, but there's not really a lot of action. I would have fired a lot of these people a long time ago uh, when he's faced with this Fauci slash Deborah Birx discussion where they're saying everybody died on Donald's watch. Donald fires back and says, I would have fired these clowns a long time ago, but man, they've been in government so long. They're kind of like a bad habit. (laughs) Well, wait a minute. You were going to drain the swamp, buddy. I I don't accept that kind of a phrasing.
7: Yeah. And, and, you know, I I think unfortunately he was getting a lot of bad advice from advisors. Um, I've actually, I I gave a whole speech on this very topic, Sam, in 2018 that's now been seen by well over half a million people on the John Birch Society's YouTube channel. And, uh, you know, I think it's a legitimate question. A a lot of patriotic Americans, a lot of Christians, a lot of people in the constitutional movement looked at Donald Trump and weren't quite sure what to make of it. Is this guy for real uh, or is he planting us? Um, In looking at what he did, I I do believe he was sincere. I do believe he was well-motivated. I think he had some enormous blind spots. And uh, I think, unfortunately, the swamp very quickly got their claws in him through through the selection of advisors, through the selection of cabinet secretaries. And, you know, part of this is just the reality of politics. If Donald Trump had come in and nominated 15 great people to serve as his cabinet secretary, every one of them would have failed in the U.S. Senate and he would have, you know, been left looking like a dog with a tail between his legs. So there were political realities that had to be dealt with. And uh, and of course, the media, Uh, even though the great majority of Americans realize the media is lying. Um they, they can't quite fathom yet how blatantly and how overtly the media lie and so donald trump had to deal with that paradigm uh... but you know i still think he could have done a whole lot more than he did i think it's unfortunate that uh, he allowed this narrative to get hijacked that he allowed these swamp creatures to stampede us in this direction and, and frankly right now I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about his promotion of the vaccine uh... he, he may believe that it's safe and effective but um, in my own research, I think the jury's still out on that at best. And I've spoken with many medical professionals, highly credentialed, very prestigious uh, medical people who've, who've been leaders in their field, who've led uh, major organizations. And you can find these all on our Rumble channel, et cetera, uh, and on our website at the com who say that, no, no, there are some very serious concerns about this. A lot of people are going to end up dead. And uh, frankly, I'm a little bit concerned about Donald Trump's promotion of this. But to his credit, he has said all along this is a voluntary thing. We must never move beyond voluntary. If people choose not to take it, that's their prerogative. And um, you know, so yeah, there's it's kind of a mixed bag. But uh, I really do wish Trump had had pushed back more. And I'm very pleased now that DeSantis does seem to be um, becoming a little more. Uh, rock-solid in pushing back against the narrative and, and uh, pushing back on the fake media, too. He's, he's become more and more bold, and I think we need to see a lot more of that, not just from our governor here in Florida, but from governors across the nation.
1: Well, in my opinion, if you want to take back the narrative, you start with facts. You simply say things like this. You know, you can't even prove the coronavirus exists Um, because you have not isolated it. There is no known copy of the coronavirus that's been isolated, proving that it even exists and that we have the facts on the pattern uh, that it presents. If you want to talk about science, there's where the science starts. Secondly, you can't prove that it's airborne either. You can have anecdotal evidence and anecdotal thoughts and opinions and beliefs, but you can't prove the virus exists and you can't prove it's airborne. Isn't that scientifically fact?
7: That's my understanding as well, yep. And, um,
1: okay. How are you, you know, gonna? Pre- and if you can't on, prove that, you can't there's there's say you're with the science.
7: Yep, it's true, Sam. And I think there's also very clear and compelling evidence that uh, this was a bioweapon released by China, and and that's why it's so difficult to understand. That's why it's so novel. That's why the the structure of what they have been able to look at, which is mind you, not the full entire. Um, virus that's uh, that's supposed to be out there but uh, even from what we have been able to see there are some very strange anomalies that only make sense in the context of gain-of-function research that was being performed at the Wuhan Institute of Virology and, and I spoke with a very intelligent doctor uh... who's been studying this for a long time who's been deeply involved in who's also very connected I and mean, he, he described it I think in in a very powerful way that stuck with me ever since he said it uh... what we're dealing with here is very much like the iPhone it was designed in America and it was manufactured in China. And who were the people funding this research in China? Well, Dr. Fauci and the National Institutes of Health were right there at the top of the list. So we need to round up the suspects. We need to put them under oath. We need to find out who knew what, when, and we need to get to the bottom of this. And I really do think we need criminal charges now uh this is not just like a a, a a funny hoax or something right livelihoods have been destroyed people are dead and liberties have been destroyed uh, our constitution is hanging by a thread uh, we need a thorough investigation of this and i think anybody involved in deliberate deception anybody involved in weaponizing uh biological agents needs to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law
1: I concur completely. Not only can we not prove the virus exists because we can't isolate it. No one has an isolated copy of the virus. Secondly, you can't prove that it's airborne. We can't even prove that flu is airborne. That's the greatest suspicions from scientists. But it's not scientific fact. It's scientific speculation. But let's even make uh, the the discussion more poignant. The vaccine that they claim is not a vaccine, sir. That's
7: right. It's a uh, very... Um bizarre technology. And what it does is it coats uh, messenger RNA, which is basically like uh, instructions for the, the protein factories in your cells to start manufacturing proteins. And in this case, what well, we're told at least, and I think very few people can actually confirm this for sure, we know also incidentally that there are hundreds of members of the Communist Chinese Party working in all of these big ma- uh, vaccine manufacturers, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, uh, et cetera. Uh, but what it does is it tricks your cells. Is it sends these uh, genetic instructions into your cells so that they start manufacturing the spike protein associated with this uh, virus that is part of the reason why people are getting so sick. And if you listen to the scientists, if you listen to some of the most prestigious and highly educated experts in the world, including, by the way, many pro-vaccine uh, individuals, uh, such as Gierke van der of Belgium, who's been working with Bill Gates and Gavi and so on for many years. Um, This is a potential ticking time bomb that is going to essentially set off a a catastrophe unprecedented in human history. So I'm not going to be taking one. Uh, I recommend that everybody do their research. And um, I think we need to be really wary. The people who are pushing this the hardest are the same people who have a long history, going back decades, of openly and proudly demanding that we have less people on this planet. Uh, Sorry, but I'm not going to let a bunch of neo-Malthusian quacks stick an unknown uh, gene therapy agent into my arm. I mean, it's it's just simply crazy, Sam.
1: Now, when we talk about a gene therapy agent, let's be very clear. So it's not a vaccine. It's a gene therapy agent. It messes with the RNA in the body. It creates a man-made, engineered, what they claim to be a pattern that mimics or mocks the coronavirus enough to build antibodies to it. But that's not even true, because you don't build antibodies. What they're doing is coding the cells. It's not even a traditional vaccine. But it gets worse, because it's experimental. Although they claim it's safe and
5: effective, that's the most blatant lie of all. Hold on, folks. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse... Many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face, and the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed, and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation.
4: Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money?
6: Daddy, what is a buy sell spread for gold coins?
1: right, ladies and gentlemen, live on your radio, radio. wow, Alex Newman with me, thenewamerican.com, jbs.org, that's John Birch Society, doing a phenomenal job. He'll be speaking at the Red Pill Expo coming up in South Dakota, the start of June, redpillexpo.com to learn more about that. And Alex Newman, he's an author and a journalist, and he's put together an incredible video the very dark side of the COVID pandemic, serious business. So I'm saying to you that not only is it not a vaccine, it's a gene therapy. It messes with your RNA. We don't know what the long-term effects are. And anybody who tells you that we do is lying to you because we have not experimented with this on a mass scale in its current form factor. Now you can say, wait a minute, Sam, they've done some previous RNA work and they have a little bit of an idea what's going on. I understand But I also understand you've never literally vaccinated the whole world with two or three or four uh, form factors or uh, vaccine candidates uh, like this before. And you don't know what the long-term effects are because you've only been messing with RNA uh, and the coding of these genes or uh, the coding of these cells via these gene therapies for a very, very short time, Alex. They don't know. And to say they do is a flat-out, dishonest, scientific lie.
7: That's right, Sam. And, and what's interesting, too, is the research that we do have, the studies and the tests that we do have, and I interviewed uh, Dr. Lee Merritt uh, for my show on The New American some months ago, and that video went absolutely viral. We, we've counted more than 5 million views on it across all platforms, but we know it's many more than that. Um, she explained, she went into some of the animal testing and studies that they had done with these technologies years ago, and the reason why they abandoned them is because uh, even though some of the animals did show uh slightly better results dealing with that specific virus uh when they came into contact with other variants or, or, or natural mutations in that virus, uh they all ended up dead. And so we have a very serious potential problem on our hands here. And um you're right. And, 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 you know, it, to be clear, people are being told very very deceptively that this has been approved by the government, that this has been tested for safety and efficacy. Um, in fact, the truth is much different. This has been approved for emergency use. It has what's called an emergency use authorization. That's very different than a regulatory approval by the FDA. I encourage people to look closely at their life insurance plans. There's a very good chance that if this vaccine kills you, that you fall over and die, and many, many people have already. We have the data on that that's trickling in already, and we know that only 1% or less of cases are actually reported to the CDC. If you keel over and die, there's a very good chance your life insurance won't pay it out. Why? Because this would never approve. It was only approved for emergency use. They also had to lie to get the emergency use authorization. They had to claim that there was no known treatment. That is not true. Hydroxychloroquine has shown phenomenal results in treating uh, COVID-19. And I,
1: uh, if, you, if you studied Dr. Corey's testimony before the Senate, Uh, Dr. Corey documented that ivermectin is one of the great key solutions as well, and he begged the Senate uh, to have people dig into this, and they flat-out ignored him.
7: Yep, that's because if there was any other treatment, then they could could not have gotten their uh, experimental uh, so-called vaccines authorized for emergency use, so they had to claim that these things weren't legitimate solutions. So we have a real problem here. And, again, I I think this rises way above the level of just normal criminal activity. Uh, What we're dealing with here is a crime of monstrous proportions, a global crime that is going to cause, in my view, untold amounts of devastation. It already is. In fact, a good family member of mine, a very close family member of mine, took this idiotic vaccine by Pfizer. Less than 48 hours later, heart stopped, dropped, killed, over. Uh, praise God that this person was in a medical facility, and so uh, the doctors and the, and the uh, nurses were able to get him back. Had he not been there, he would have been dead. And I know of many Hold people. Hold on. What, he,
1: what does he say about it now?
7: Uh, yeah. Well, after a million dollars worth of tests, they couldn't figure out anything. Uh, and this is what's happened. When people are taking these vaccines and they're getting horrible side effects or their hearts are stopping or they're passing out or they're getting allergic reactions. Uh, the hospitals are doing, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of tests to try to come up with any possible excuse other than the vaccine, and a lot of times they're coming up with nothing. So, uh, you know, it's, it's time for people to do some research and quit trusting the proven liars in the government and in the media.
1: All right, there's a couple of headlines that I want to kind of hit on before we let Alex Newman go. There's a pullout now. They say half of correctional officers do not want COVID-19 vaccines. Health workers, uh, correctional officers, people that are in on, on front lines uh, more than any other groups don't want to take these vaccines. Firemen, police officers, health workers, correctional officers, they all know, Alex.
7: Yep, they do. Uh, in Miami, in my hometown, more than half of the front line doctors and nurses refused to take this shot from hell. So, um, you know, people who are actually paying attention, people who are actually on the front lines know better than to do this. Uh, unfortunately, the people who are lining up to get their shots are the people who are glued to the boob tube and just sitting there, you know absorbing. Uh, it really it's like having uh, a pipe, pumping raw sewage directly into your brain. When you're watching CNN, when you're watching NBC or ABC or even Fox News, unfortunately, Um, You you might as well just have raw sewage pumped right into your brain, and these are the people that are going and lining up and and doing what they're told in terms of getting the vaccine. The people who are doing their own research and who are actually looking into the data and the facts are almost universally coming to the conclusion that uh, this is not something that they want to be part of, this massive global experiment.
1: And that's the problem. It is a global experiment. When we speak out and explain that it's an experiment, they try to say that we're lying, and they kind of come back and then lie and say, well, this thing's been approved. But yet, when you dig into the truth, you begin to understand that not only is it emergency passed, not approved, but it is an experiment. They have no real long-term evidence at all. And the fear is that the body will uh, be deceived into creating a sciatic storm against itself. Now, in Israel, they came out with a report. By the way, this is what got me shut down on Twitter, Alex. You ready? hmm So Israel came out uh, with some uh, leaders in Israel that are, that are scientists and medical professionals, and they gave a report that said more people are dying from the COVID vaccine in Israel, elderly people. More elderly people are dying from the vaccine in Israel than from the COVID itself. And I dared to report on that report. It was in Life Science magazine. And I reported on that report, and that's what got me shut down by Twitter. They said that I was peddling fake news.
7: Yeah, that sounds like the big tech companies. As the same thing has been happening to us. We have been uh, massively penalized over and over again, if not banned from multiple platforms, uh, merely for speaking with some of the most reputable and highly credentialed doctors on the planet. And, you know, you, you think about the, the little techno geeks, nerds that are sitting behind their computer in Silicon Valley uh, censoring us and deleting us. Do you think they have 12 years of uh, medical studies underneath their belt? Do you think they have 40 years of experience as a practicing physician under their belt? Of course they don't, right? They're tech geeks. They're probably transgender weirdos with purple hair uh, following instructions from a lunatic uh, in charge of Twitter or Facebook or YouTube or whatever. Uh, This is very, very dangerous. And so that's one of the reasons I've been encouraging, encouraging everybody to migrate away from the big tech platforms and migrate to places where free speech is respected. And also, you know, bypass it completely. Share out the link to this radio show with your friends by email, with your family by email. Get you a know, print subscription to the New American Magazine so that they can't censor it, and it just comes straight to your door. We cannot depend on these totalitarians in Silicon Valley to be able to keep ourselves informed and to be able to have a civil discussion.
1: As they push for tyrannical global reset, ladies and gentlemen. Americans and people around the world are waking up. Here's a report from the National Vaccine Information Center, NVIC.org, okay? And it says this, protests against COVID lockdowns flare up in 2021 around the world. They might even create a civil war or a massive uprising over this. The likes of which loss of life will be much greater than the coronavirus ever has handed us. Alex? That's right.
7: Uh, And and if you look at the effects of of the policies that have been implemented, Sam, we are heading toward catastrophe. Uh, They have murdered hundreds of thousands of small businesses. Uh, Huge numbers of people have committed suicide and have overdosed on drugs. Uh, Many churches are on the brink of implosion if they're not already permanently closed. Uh, The middle class is being absolutely vaporized. Power is being centralized in the biggest and most powerful corporations like Amazon and Walmart, while mom-and-pop businesses and and middle-class-owned businesses are being strangled to death. Uh, And we're moving very quickly toward global totalitarianism. So that's what's at stake. And again, folks, if you don't start pushing back now, you may not have a chance to push back in the future. Now's the time to get off the couch. Now's the time to get involved. There may not be another time, folks.
1: This is serious, folks. We don't mean to be alarmists. Uh, In fact, we're criticizing the alarmists who are doubling down in fear, like Joe Biden, like this whacked-out CDC director, Rochelle Walensky. Okay, they're the ones saying they believe that there's a pending doom because of the pandemic, but they lie to promote this global narrative of tyranny. I don't fear them. I have faith in my God. But I do know God expects we the people to study, to get educated, and defend the sacred cause of liberty. And what we need to do is turn to God, family, and country for solutions, and we need to reject this dishonest narrative. And the more of us that do so, by our greater numbers shall we see success. That's where I have my hope and my faith, Alex Newman.
7: Yeah, amen. I couldn't agree more. And that's what we need to do in these times. We need to turn to God. We need to ask for his guidance and his protection. Uh, we need to open up the Bible, where we have instructions for what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, you know, in my role as a journalist, I've always gone to Ephesians five eleven. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but reprove them, expose them. That's what I like to do all day, every day. And so, find out what your role is in God's army, and uh, and get busy. And, and that starts with prayer, and that starts with reading the Word, and then after that, it is followed by action. Everybody's got something to do. Uh, and really with with God by our side, we are completely unstoppable. And so I encourage everybody, get on your knees and pray, open up your Bible, and then get involved.
1: When the government is afraid of the people, ladies and gentlemen, we have liberty. When the people are afraid of the government, we have tyranny. What narrative are we going to set going forward uh, for ourselves and our children and our grandchildren? That's really the key here is that it's time now. You can't say, well, politics isn't my thing. Well, I don't like to make it uncomfortable. It's awkward in a store when they want me to put on a mask and I don't have one. And, and I don't want to, you got to step back from that, folks, and say there's a greater cause, the sacred cause of liberty at stake here. And uh, you know what? It's time to set aside uh, your uh, your hesitations. Uh, and, and it's time to say get, up, get outside of your comfort zone. Because if you don't, well, none of us are going to be in our comfort zone, Alex. That's exactly
7: right. That's exactly right, and if you're, not, if you're not willing to do it for your own sake, do it for the sake of your children and your grandchildren and your neighbors' children and your nieces and your nephews. Guys, it's, uh, it's crunch time. The, uh, the insiders are running through the streets naked to the finish line, and now's our chance to either stop them or bow down and lick the boot on our neck. So, those are your choices, folks. We can have a new period of liberty and prosperity. And uh, and godly morality and good culture Or our civilization can decline And tyranny comes
1: As for me and my house I will trust my God Thanks Alex Thanks Sam We'll talk soon, there he goes, Alex Newman The John Birch Society He writes for TheNewAmerican.com That's TheNewAmerican.com Also JBS.org That stands for the John Birch Society Doing a phenomenal job putting out a video for Red Pill Expo. Check that out too, redpillexpo.com. I'm Sam Bushman, libertyroundtable.com. My syndicated radio network, lovingliberty.net. Donate today. We the people can restore the republic, but you got to get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right, will you? God save the republic.